Fun Pops of Skeletor, the show that teaches you how to fail your plans ever so slightly less, except for that accursed and traitorous Peace Lily. Do you have time for this? Yes, probably. It depends on if that he-buddy interrupts with more meetings that I'm required to attend. He's got a name, you know. Yes, well, fortunately, I don't care. It's Greg, and he already came by to say you're running late for an appointment. No, I was supposed to have five uninterrupted minutes. To be fair, you just spent seven minutes yelling out the window at one of the palace gardeners. She deserved it. She was wielding those hedge clippers with an insouciance that boded ill for the boxwood. Well, either way, the ambassador from Sandor is probably waiting for you. I need to record the podcast. Maybe I could send someone to negotiate in your place? I I think Clawful's back from his mindfulness retreat. Do you want me to send him? Clawful? I might as well just declare war on Shandor now as send him in there. No, I'll do it. Audience, for the plant of the episode, we turn our attention to the Cypress. Riley will fill you in from there. Riley, pad that out. I'll be right back. Oh, for sure. Hey, Merman, do you have anything you want to say about Cypress? Or anything else for that matter? I don't have anything ready. Unless I just start reading from Wuthering Depths, which I should really do anyway because I've got a test on Thursday. Also, this is the third time we've tried to record this episode, and I'm about ready to just give up on it. Yeah, finding time for all your projects is one of the biggest challenges a tyrant can face. Skeletor's actually not doing too bad a job for a first-time ruler. Some rookie mistakes, sure, but that happens to everyone. I tried to share a little despotic advice yesterday, but Skeletor told me to shut up and go skim the reflecting pool. Also, he called me Mermoron. Yeah, that sounds like him. No, I was surprised. Mermoron is such an obvious insult. He's never been that on the nose before. It's barely an alliteration. He must be under a lot of pressure if he's going for such low-hanging fruit. Speaking of taking the easy way out, according to Encyclopedia Eternia, Cyprus is a country in the eastern Mediterranean region of the planet Earth. Its chief exports are cement and potatoes. Pretty sure that wasn't what Skeletor was talking about, but potatoes are plants, so good enough. Does anyone know why Skeletor is asking me to... Arrest Favriel the Peace Lily for treason and have her placed in the stocks where all may see her betrayal. His Peace Lily has two dying leaves. Now see, if he really wants to solidify support from the people, he should offer a reward for her capture, then put her someplace obvious and let the people bring her back to him. You want to create opportunities to reward fealty. You have certainly done a fine job of that in your kingdom. Thank you. We really do try to foster civic pride. On the topic of civic pride, now that Skelter's not here, can we take off these support your local library lanyards? No! And if I see anyone failing to wear their gardens, not lawns button, they will be spending the next year on mulching duty! And you, audience, don't forget that there are two primary types of mulch, organic and inorganic. Your mulching needs will depend on what you're trying to grow. Both will do an excellent job of deterring weeds, but organic mulch will give your soil a boost as it decomposes. Merman? Duncan? Make yourselves useful. Help Riley cover some of the mulch varieties. What even is mulch? Fun to say? Mulch. 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 It checks out. Do you think that counts as talking about it? Mulch. It's a gardening thing that's fun to say. Okay, that's probably good. Well, if that's all, I suppose I should go arrest Favriel. 
Skeletor seems very insistent that that was a priority. I don't think he's going to notice one way or the other. He hasn't had time for his plants in like a week. Just say you tried and she eluded you or something. I can't abandon my duty to the throne like that. If King Skeletor demands a peace lily arrested, then I'm sure it's with good reason. You think so? Probably. Well, I hope you're good doing it on your own, because I don't think anyone else is going to be around to help get Favriel in handcuffs. Leaf cuffs? Oh? I had planned to bring Manny Faces as backup. Well, to help me carry her. Yeah, that's not going to happen right now. Skeletor hasn't locked him in the dungeon, has he? No, it's just... Sorry. Is that Orko again? Ugh, better not be. What's going on? Sorry, I guess you haven't been following all the drama in the group Snapchat? There's, like, a lot. Prince Adam seems like he has a thing for Tila, but Tila's not really into guys. Which is absolutely fine, and any woman or gender-creative person would be lucky to be with my daughter. Aw, that's sweet. Okay, this is a little less heartwarming, but Orko's been trying to get up the courage to ask out a pile of dirty laundry. I'm pretty sure Many Faces and Triclops' relationship is going through something, but they're not really talking about it. They have had some very pointed subtweets lately. I didn't even know they were dating. You didn't? They're coming up on their one-year anniversary. I was going to get them a gift certificate for a couple's pedicure, but I can never remember who around here has feet and who doesn't. Does Manny Faces have feet? I think so. They're a little robot-y looking, but I always thought that was just his boots. Oh, and Mechanek isn't talking to you, Duncan, because he overheard you say that his neck stretching is a little creepy. Come on, it is a little creepy. We can all admit that, right? He said my mustache wasn't full enough to inspire confidence, and everyone was fine with that. You guys have weird standards for leadership around here. Agreed. Your mustache is fine. Could be fuller. Stop doing that! Why? Is it too creepy? I mean, at this point, yes. I feel like it's pretty creepy. That's rude, you guys. Mossman has been lying dormant for the past few weeks, and everyone feels like he really ghosted on them and aren't sure if he really wants to be part of the team. Fisto's kind of hurt because Buzzoff and Stratos have a bunch of in-jokes now, so he's feeling excluded from their thing. Yeah, that all sounds about right. Friend groups get complicated. My friend group isn't like that. Isn't it? Yeah, okay, it is. I thought it was secretly a thing that got all fixed when you're an adult and you know about, like, I don't know, interest rates or something. Not really. You only get better at being a friend if you work at it. What? So nothing magically gets better when you're an adult? You're just, what, a little taller? This thing is starting to sound like a scam. True, but you can eat cake for breakfast and no one can stop you. I'm listening. But you don't, because now too much sugar makes you feel jittery and tired at the same time. Huh, <laughs> that's never gonna happen. Oh, it definitely will. But then you can tell people stuff like how early you went to bed and... How much salad you ate, and everyone will think you're super cool. Adulthood is weird. Riley, listen. Adulthood is a lot like childhood. You're still the same person, but now you have more control over your life and more freedom to pursue your aims. If you want to go on a wagon trip across Eternia with your friends, you can do that. If you want to learn how to play the electrical guitar, that's in your control. If you want to cut off all your hair or change how you dress, no one is going to say anything about it. 
I know adulthood sounds bad, and sometimes it is, but it is also when you get to really find out who you are. It's pretty fun, actually. Except the sugar thing. That does suck. Alright, I guess I could accept that. Hey, Duncan, you're pretty good at the heartwarming advice thing. Thank you, Riley. I just enjoy helping people. I've toyed with the idea of doing an advice column or something in that vein, but it always seemed frivolous when I have so many other important responsibilities. Well, your only other responsibility right now is to arrest a peace lily, and that's probably not going to take up too much of your day. Do you want to solve these problems? I'm sure it would be good for morale. In that case, I suppose it would be my duty to Eternia to become the agony ant I've always been in my heart. Let's get anting. Any advice about Mossman sort of dropping off the face of Eternia? Team, sometimes your friends have different needs than you do. They care deeply about you and want to spend time with you, but they also need to take time for themselves. Mossman is what people might call an introvert. That is to say that he finds social situations more tiring than other people do. He still enjoys them, and I'm sure appreciates being included, but he doesn't feel recharged by time with people, so in order to take care of himself, he needs to spend time alone. Time alone is kind of boring, though. It can be for people who are extroverts, but for introverts... Time alone is often fun and relaxing. I myself enjoy solitary walks or reading the latest issue of Affable Repair Person. If you want your friends, like Mossman, to feel supported, just check in with them now and then and continue to invite them. Understand that smaller groups may be better for them, or even time one-on-one. They won't come to everything, but the time you do spend with them will be better. Think of it this way. You wouldn't ask your friends to come spend time with you if they were exhausted and had stayed up late the night before. I probably would. Oh, yeah, that'll change. Grown-ups can't get enough of going to bed. Seriously? You don't have homework to do and instead of staying up to have fun, you just go to sleep? Usually, although I did stay up late binge-watching Planet Eternia and eating kelp chips. That actually doesn't sound awful. Oh, wait. Oh, no. Does this mean I'm getting old? Nah, you have years before you'll truly appreciate the satisfaction of eating an entire bed of kelp while watching sea anemones. Oh, thank God. See, that's the sort of thing Mossman would enjoy. But some people, like Snout Spout, really enjoy parties. A little too much sometimes. I don't think we've ever gotten those stains out of the drapes. But the point is, not all of your friends have the same social needs and wants, and that's okay. Love your friends for what they bring to your life, and know that when you need them, they'll be there. Mossman is a good friend. He's just doing what he needs to take care of himself. What part are we on now? Uh, Moss. What? We've talked about Moss Balls! I think we took a really different angle on Moss this time. Uh, don't forget, Moss also likes to be moist, so keep that in mind, too. Don't invite him to go for a hike or anything, unless it's raining. Don't take any of your plants for a hike, regardless of the weather! Can you review the dinner menu for tonight's Banquet King Skeletor? (laughs) Yes, I'll be right there. Riley, 
I'll be right back. Please try to stay on a topic we haven't already covered. Mulch! Mulch. Did everyone else just hear Skeletor say please? That was creepy. Yeesh. He's having a harder time than I thought. He's all over the map. Yeah, I feel like this whole king situation is really starting to get to him. Okay, so back to your advice column. The Prince Adam thing? Which one? That he has a crush on Tila, but she's not really into guys. She's told him that, and he says he gets it, but he's still pining. Like, some real sappy, sad, weird pining. Oh, yeah. Prince Adam. You know, I'm not even going to touch that one. He's got a whole host of issues that are above my pay grade. Come on, you're so good at this, though. I'm not going to give advice to my former boss about his wanting to date my daughter. If He-Man can't... Don't you mean Prince Adam? Uh, oh, yes. Prince Adam, not He-Man. Gee, what a slip there, Duncan. Why would you possibly confuse those two? Who knows? Okay, so, what He-Man needs to know about Tila... Prince Adam. Uh, <laughs> wow, did it again. So strange. You must have got me all tangled up. I mean, I can see why you would. You can? <laughs> How odd. Well, I mean, all you surface dwellers look alike. I thought Riley was Skeletor for the first month. What? How? Yeah, in retrospect, that was a little unobservant of me. I'll say. Skeletor is much taller than you. Yeah, that is the main difference between us. Unlike Prince Adam and He-Man, who are exactly the same size. Are they? I hadn't noticed. Well, how could you, since they're never in the same place at the same time? I'm sure they are, sometimes. Because they're such good friends, right? You know, I have a theory about that. <laughs> really? You do? Like, like what? Secret twins. <laughs> Unlikely. I'm pretty sure we'd know if Prince Adam had a twin. Maybe there's another reason? Nope. Like, they're the same person? <laughs> Riley, such youthful imagination. Oh, you know, that actually makes a lot of sense. No, it doesn't. Mulch keeps soil cool in the summer and warmer in the winter. It also prevents soil erosion. Yep, we were just about to say that. Mulch, it does... Things. Mulch. Mulch. Ugh, I have to go meet with the Guild of Falconers. Someone do feral foliage. One of you has to have been outside lately, haven't you? Yes, haven't you? I haven't been outside in a week. Setting aside time for yourself as a tyrant is very important. Oh, right. I keep forgetting. You're Emperor of Narnia. Well, your exaltedness, since you're such an expert on these matters, how would you deal with a former ruler who was always underfoot and giving unwanted advice in some misguided attempt to ingratiate himself to the new king? Because if Randor doesn't stop trying to help, I'm going to start pulling my hair out! Oh. Uh, it's a figure of speech! Actually, what we do Oh, for the love is... of Grayskull, I don't have time for the speculative fiction of a seaweed-brained pseudo-sovereign! And if I did have time, I still wouldn't care! Now do the feral foliage! Jeez, that was rude even for him. It's probably just as well. I don't think he would have liked my answer very much. Say, what did you do with the old king when you conquered your realm? 
Aquatos, was it? Aquarius, actually. He was my uncle. Nice guy, but super regressive tax policies. Well, what happened to him when you took over? I ate him at the coronation banquet. What? You ate your uncle? Yup. It's tradition. That's disgusting. Well, I wouldn't say disgusting, but he was definitely a little gamey. <laughs> we went through a lot of tartar sauce that night. If you apply your mulch too thickly, it can lead to fungal growth, which could damage your plants. So what should I tell Orko? Uh, Orko, right. He's still in the moth cage, isn't he? Yeah. Skeletor had Beastman unlock it like a week ago once he remembered he was still in there, but he won't leave. Snake Mountain's laundry chute empties pretty near the cage, and he keeps getting crushes on piles of clothes. How is he even contacting you? He tried to use one of his spells to turn his food tray into a Game Boy and accidentally ended up making a flip phone. He must have gotten my number off the phone tree we have posted down there in case Beastman eats too many mods and has to go to the vet. Now he won't stop texting me. Can't you just tell him that the object of his affection is actually a mound of soiled garments? I did. He says that's not a deal breaker. Then he sent the wink emoticon. Or tried to. He's not very good at alphanumeric texting, so it was just a percentage sign and a bunch of asterisks. I thought maybe he was trying to swear, but eventually he just wrote out the words wink emoticon. Ugh. Orko. Well... In this instance, the pile of laundry is technically at work right now, so I suppose the same rules would apply to this as asking someone out who is working in any other service capacity. So, don't? Basically, if you feel you absolutely must, and that it's worth the possibility of never frequenting that establishment again... The least terrible way to do it is to wait until they're done serving you and you're about to leave. That way, at least, it's a little bit less of a hostage situation when they're forced to continue interacting with you as a condition of their employment. So, you think Orko should wait to ask the pile of laundry out until it's done being washed and folded and therefore is no longer at work? I guess... Honestly, it's probably better if he waits until he's about to go home from the moth cage and just leaves a note. That slightly mitigates the inherent awkwardness and power imbalance of the situation. That way, the server, or in this case, mound of dirty clothes, can either choose to call him or ignore the note and pretend nothing happened. Although I'm not sure how much courtesy needs to be extended to an unintelligent, haphazardly strewn-together collection of fabric. You mean Orko, right? Yes. The pile of dirty laundry could do so much better. For leave it to me, I don't have anything prepared. I'm sure all of you are doing one or more botanically boneheaded things, though, even as we speak. As your king, I command you to stop it! Helpful. I don't have time for your sarcasm. Do the sponsor. Well, where did you put the ad copy? Over there, somewhere. In this pile? No, that's contractor bids for the water reservoir. This one? No, the other one. Over there. Just find it. This week's sponsor is... The Eterno City Planning Department. They say... 
An historic preservation overlay zone is a designated district in the city that contains structures, landscaping, natural features, or sites having historic, architectural, cultural, or aesthetic significance. While most HPOZs are primarily comprised of residential structures, several of them also include a mix of single-family and multi-family housing, along with some commercial and industrial properties. So I guess, buy one. Not to tell you how to do your job, Riley, but that doesn't seem like ad copy. Well, it was either that or this picture Ramman drew of a cat that says, You stink. I made an executive decision. Understood. So, who's next? Fisto. Right. Fisto. Fisto, I know you've probably never, not even once, in your entire life felt excluded. I don't even know if you're familiar with what that word means. Certainly, when we were in school together, it was clear you had no idea. You were friends with everyone. Everyone adored you. (sighs) And that's because there's a lot to like about you. But sometimes friends have things in common that we don't necessarily share with them. And that may mean that they have a different relationship than they do with you. Not better, just different. For example, Stratos and Buzzoff both have wings and don't come from Eternos. They probably have a different experience here than you and find some things easier to talk about with each other. If it's important to you, you can talk to them and say that you really care about each of them and want to spend time with them, but that you understand if sometimes they just want to hang out and fly together. It's nice to feel included, but it's also okay to not be included every time. And often when you aren't included, it's because people know it's a thing you really won't enjoy anyway. Two of my friends are from Merman's Kingdom, and they don't invite me to go swimming. Ugh. I hate when a wet piece of kelp or something touches my foot. But that's the best part! It's so gross! Everyone I know hates that feeling. It is universally terrible. Huh. Would you say, avoid swimming through kelp to invade a kingdom? Uh, I guess if I wanted to invade a kingdom, yeah. The kelp would definitely make me rethink my approach. Interesting. Yes. Well, I think that's it for the staff's personal issues. Nice try, mustache man. You aren't off the hook yet. Mechanek, remember? Oh, right. Hey, Mechanek. Duncan has something he wants to say to you. I'm listening. So, um... Hey, buddy. How's the weather up there? Oh, real original. I guess I'd say weather up here is uh, probably a little creepy. Isn't that right, Duncan? (sighs) I suppose I probably deserve that. Look, Mechanic, I'm sorry if I didn't show the proper respect to your special ability. So there's nothing creepy about having a neck that uh, telescopes out, extending up 12 feet in the air? No, of course not. It's obviously a very useful talent. I can look over medium-sized walls. You sure can. Or, um, probably prune trees without a ladder. No, only the neck extends, not the arms, genius. Oh, right. Well, I'm sure that there are lots of uses for your unique skill. No, pretty much just looking over walls. Look, my point is, it was wrong to call it creepy. 
You're a good friend and a valuable ally. Just because something seems strange or unfamiliar is no reason not to value it and try to recognize its worth and beauty. I'm sorry if I lost sight of that. I've been pretty stressed out about work lately, and maybe that's made me a bit testy. I know I can sometimes get a little bit stuck in my ways. And since Skeletor claimed the throne, we've all been forced to do things a little bit differently. But that's no excuse for my behavior. So, what you're saying is you're just jealous of the way my neck stretches. You know what? Sure. Why not? The reason I called your telescoping neck creepy was because I was jealous of your ability to look over medium-sized walls. Perfectly understandable. It does come in handy, or should I say, necky. Ugh. Nope. You definitely should not say that. So creepy. Is it over? What did I miss? And in conclusion, plants. Uh, come back next time for more gardening know-how from Skeletor. Ahem. King Skeletor. <laughs> the sorceress will be back from Avion next episode, so be here to witness as I get the power of Grayskull and begin my reign in earnest. Finally, I can show that blasted He-Man who wears the pants around here. Do you even own a pair of pants? He's got some mom jeans. High waists are practical. Garden Plots with Skeletor is written by Marissa Bond, Megan Bob, and Nathaniel Hubbard, and edited by Dan Mulcairn. Our theme song is Daydream by Rafael Medina, and our logo was created by Kit Mulcairn. Skeletor is played by Dan Mulcairn. Riley is played by Kit Mulcairn. Merman is played by Nathaniel Hubbard. Matt at Arms is played by Jared K. Anderson. Mechanic is played by Matthew Seek. Additional music from filmmusic.io by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com used under a Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 international license. He-Man and the Masters of the Universe and all associated characters are property of their owners. You can reach us at GardenPlotsWithSkeletor at gmail.com, on Tumblr at GardenPlotsWithSkeletor.tumblr.com, or on Twitter at Garden underscore Plots. You can donate to Skeletor schemes on Ko-fi at ko-fi.com slash GardenPlotsWithSkeletor. Thank you for listening. Mulch. 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 You guys just hanging out saying mulch? Yes. Can I join in? Sure, Mechanic. Mulch. 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 Is this what adulthood is like? Honestly, yeah, kinda. Huh. Mulch. 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 What are you doing? Nothing. Nothing. Mulch.